Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. All right, so here we are again, uh, a Kickstarter about to go live, and I know kind of nothing about this one, and we're going to maybe see right now, before you launch the project, what I think of it, having never seen it before. I was just going to launch it and then show it, you'd be the first one to, to view it. And then back it, because you know, that's how, I, that's how I do it for you guys. Only if you want. This is something that I don't know anything about. I know the name. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like I know kind of what basically what it is, which is the glyph three, I guess. Yeah. It might not be the name, but like, I guess that's that's how you got, we've been referring to it. Technically four, I think. Four. Wow. Look at that. So many glyphs. I know. I mean, I can kind of assume what I think it will be, which is a thing that holds an iPhone to take photos. But I assume that there's probably a little bit more to it than that. Let's see. All right. Should I launch this? Do it. I have your approval, Tom. Yes, I have turned my uh, my key, so you okay. can turn yours. <laughs> All right. Please accept our rules. I need to check a box somewhere. Okay. Wouldn't it be anticlimactic if there was like a ton of stuff we had to do right now? We didn't know about it before we launched it. <laughs> All right. All right. I got it here. Is Oh, it came through the search already? Yeah. It's like basically immediately. Nice. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. All right. So this looks... Way more involved than previous ones. So I haven't watched the video yet. I'm just looking at the page. Bold move. Let me watch the video. All right. All right. How did you guys feel sitting there just in silence with me watching that video? Mm. <laughs> I was uh, I was nervous you weren't squealing with delight. I was deciding to just take it all in. So I have I have one quick kind of like just a question and then I'll tell you what I think. The question is like, did you consider putting some kind of way into the hand grip to like to take photos, like to put a button in? Because you can do a bunch of weird stuff, right? But I guess it would, might not be universal. Yeah. yeah, and we wanted, we just wanted something like way more simple than mm-hmm. that too. Uh, just because... It would be a, it's like a much bigger uh, thing to do, like to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's something we would do down the road in kind of a different way. But we just wanted something that was like just really simple uh, and kind of like dead, dead simple to do. So that, I think that that's mostly like was our mindset, at least like with the hand grip, which is like a, a really simple, like straightforward thing, I would say. So let me tell you my my two biggest thoughts on this. One is that this is like a very clear evolution of the product, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's way more serious than before, um, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. I mean, that's kind of what you'd want is if you just had the quick release mechanism, that would be nice, but it kind of has to go along with the ability to add all the other stuff to it if you want to. And what I really like about like the three tripod mounts is you can add like you've got in the video, like the flash and the microphone to it. But if you don't ever want to do that, it's still more useful because by having all three of them, you can mount it in portrait and landscape. So I like that that one design decision benefits basically everyone, like pros and people that just want to mount their phone. Mm -hmm. So I really Mm -hmm. like that. 
Um, the other is that it's way cheaper than I thought. Like the whole set, the, ah, the set of yeah. three. Like I can't believe that's fifty dollars. That looks way more expensive than fifty dollars. Good. We, you know, we didn't want this thing to be super expensive, and that was like part of the reason why we wanted um, like the hand grip to be like really simple, is so that we could, you know, so it wouldn't cost an arm and a leg kind of thing. Um, and you know, for us, I think we, you know, depending on how this goes, we could see ourselves making more sophisticated kind of like accessories and mm-hmm. stuff. But at least for this, it's like are just a solid like. Um, you know, kind of it almost like a starter set or, or or just like a really solid kind of foundation to build on. That's kind of like how we're reapproaching like the glyph and um, this in general. Uh, and the camera strap is actually we, the camera strap. I really like I think we did. We found like a really good way to make a really simple but really strong and like nice camera strap. So or like or like wrist strap, I guess um, you could use it on the camera if you want. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We I feel pretty good about just it kind of being like solid, straightforward uh, foundation. So I assume that like a lot of this project was built around the quick release mechanism, right? Like I assume that that was maybe one of the most important things to nail down. Did that take a long time? Because that looks really complex. We're still tweaking it. And yeah, it's tricky. I mean, it's not all that complex, but it's complex to get it to feel right. Uh, so that's really the the tricky part is get, you know, get it like how hard should it be? How, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much should it like tighten on the phone? So there's a bunch of like little kind of variables to juggle but it definitely makes a big difference it's like really easy to use um and so yeah when we started designing this basically the two problems that we kind of saw in general like in in the kind of market of like smartphone mounts um were we wanted it to be very easy to undo and do so like a quick a quick release type uh you know kind of solution and being able to to mount it in portrait like that was the other part that a lot of like a lot of mounts like didn't let you do um so yeah so so we we figured if we could solve both of those problems in a way that we liked then we would do it so and so that was basically kind of the the kind of inflection point like could we get those two things done and if so then uh yeah then we'd uh then we'd do it so yeah we got there trying to think how long it's been probably six months or so wouldn't you say before we were kind of like earnestly like designing Yeah, I think something like that. I mean, we we started thinking about doing something like late last year. Yeah. But when we like, yeah, started designing in earnest. Yeah, probably about six months or so. Dan, I want to ask you a question. Who do you think this product is for? Like, who who is your customer? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. It's it's basically, there's a pretty wide audience for it. But it's kind of anyone who basically like wants to take their smartphone photography just like slightly more seriously than mm-hmm. uh than like the default so there's like uh, that's like the 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 baseline but you can go all the way up to like doing really serious things or like shooting feature length movies which people have done or and all the like mobile journalism stuff that's been happening that totally makes sense to um have the smartphone be like the base of that operation. But yeah, it's just, I, I think it's like, yeah, someone who is like, oh, I, w- I want to like, you know, use this built-in time-lapse feature to do this thing, or I, w- I want to try these neat things. I, w- I want to do these kind of creative things. And this is like the one missing piece 
uh, that lets you do that. And so that's like the baseline. And then we also decided with this project to cater to kind of more of the quote unquote, like pro people that are like using it more seriously. And we, you know, we predict, which is an easy prediction to make that, you know, smartphone cameras are going to continue to improve and kind of continue to legitimize themselves as, as like a, a, a camera that you can use for many different situations. And so we wanted to be able to be in that space as well, where, uh, you know, people that are using this thing to, you know, shoot things professionally or, or whatever, um, like this would be the right tool for them as well. So when I was watching the video, I was like, okay, let me take a look at this. Like, where, do, how do I think that this could be useful for me? Right. Like, as I'm watching it and there's just this one shot where I think it was you, Dan, like walking up some rocks and you're kind mm-hmm. of like holding the phone down by your side. I'm like, oh, that's what I would use it for. Yeah. Like just that, the idea of like just having, taking photos, like being on a trip and taking photos and being able to kind of like have a way to hold the phone where I'm not holding the phone in my hand, like worrying if I'm going to drop it because I've got this whole thing that's basically like attaching it all. And it looks like just a really nice way to like just hold and take some pictures. I think it looks really nice. And that's why I just backed it. Just for that one little shot, because it, I don't know, like it just looks nice. And as is usual with you guys, all of the little details here. So the way that like the wood looks and the strap and stuff, it's like, these are just things that make it more pleasant. Like I just imagine using something like this and feeling that it's more, uh, I don't know, just has a nicer kind of warm feeling to it all because it's all just nicely made. Yeah. The, uh, the the whole handheld aspect was that was like a pretty important epiphany for us where you know this thing is called a tripod mount and maybe that's actually a bad name for it uh because we're you know we're thinking oh yeah like there are plenty of situations where this tool could be useful even not on a tripod right so that's when we started going down you know the hand grip route for just like a more comfortable uh like shooting setup and then, and yeah, the the wrist strap thing was totally like something we kind of just discovered through yeah. prototyping and was like, I, so I like, I, I went to Jamaica recently with my family and like, I took like a prototype with the wrist strap on, you know, I went zip lining in the jungle and there was like, there's no way I would just have my smartphone out like while doing that, you know, untethered to any in your sweaty hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with the wrist strap, I was like totally confident, uh, like it didn't phase me at all. And so, yeah, just like things like that, or like you said, going on a hike or, or, you know, birthday party or whatever, where you're kind of, you're having your phone out more and it's, it's kind of transformed into just a camera for that, you know, duration. Uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's a really nice thing. Yeah. I, uh, that was a big surprise for me. So, you know, it's not just about, oh, you can attach a wrist strap to your phone and you kind of have this big piece of plastic to do that. It's really the glyph, it like kind of acts as a grip uh, in your hand to, so it's like much more comfortable to hold your phone, kind of like a camera, just really casually. Yeah. So yeah, there was a couple of surprises like that that really were really nice to discover. I agree with you, Dan, that like tripod kind of doesn't, it doesn't do it justice anymore, like a tripod mount. This is more like a smartphone camera mounting system but that just mm-hmm. doesn't roll off the tongue so nicely yeah, yeah. <laughs> right but it's not it's just kind of not a tripod anymore like when i when i looked at this and i saw like the additions it reminded me of the neat ice kit mm. in the way that like the neat ice kit was one product but it allowed you guys to make other products that 
complemented it, like the mm-hmm. simple syrup kit and the cocktail yep. rooming tray. And that's how I look at the new glyph. It's like this is the one little thing, but then you make the handles and you make the straps. And I'm sure you have thoughts of other types of things that you might make in the future, which could kind of log in, like lock into this thing. Do you ever think about what it might take to make something like a flash or something like that? Have you guys ever thought of that? Or is that just like way outside of what you would want to get into? Uh, we've thought about it. Yeah, we haven't thought of it like a flash specifically, but more complex things that involve electronics mm-hmm. for in the photography space, we've definitely thought about. Because, you know, you guys obviously had with the Obi, like the desire to make something electronic. Right. So yeah, I guess exactly. you put a lot of work in to understanding some of that stuff. It might be nice to, to do something more of it. All right. So where we are right now is basically there are three backers. One is me. And I assume that maybe the other two of you guys, I don't know, like or like people that you know. Yeah, who are the other backers? How did they know? How did they know? There are three backers <laughs> right now. So I guess once we get off the phone, you guys are going to go into full scale promotion mode. And then we're going to talk later on in the day. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to kind of talk just a little bit about the campaign funding and stuff like that. So yeah. you mm-hmm. set a $50,000 goal um, over a th- kind of a 30-ish day period. With delivery in January 2017, how do you, Dan? How do you feel about all of these three kind of numbers? Do you feeling confident about it all? Yeah, I think so. I mean, just to kind of explain them one by one, the funding goal we arrived at, as we as we always do, where it's it's basically a true reflection of you know how much we need to get this off the ground. So if we raised exactly fifty thousand dollars, we would basically break even or maybe even lose a little bit of money but it's like it's kind of the right number for like how much we need you know these there's going to be at least three molds for injection molding Mm -hmm. um and i guess you guys know that like even if you did lose a little bit of money on the campaign you know how the glyph sells yeah in the long term yeah Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally still worth it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's totally still. Yeah. Worth it's a, it's your you're kickstarting it. Like that's the whole idea is mm-hmm. you're getting it off the ground. And so now, once you have the molds, it's like once you get that expense out of the way, then it becomes cheap, much cheaper to produce them. Um. So that's kind of the whole point of the campaign. We are optimistically and kind of why we're launching now in the dead of summer is we really want to try as hard as we can to get this out by christmas and unfortunately a lot of times most of the time that's out of our control um but that's what we're pushing for and so we said january 2017 just to have like a little bit of wiggle room where yeah. if it but you guys i assume want to be selling this at christmas right we do yeah yeah, yes. we, do. Okay. yeah we do so yeah, so it's a we have a pretty tight schedule here, but um, the the really good thing is at this point at least we the manufacturers we are uh, premier source who like we've worked with many times and they're here in the U.S. So that really helped. Like the fact that we had the supply chain you know pretty nailed down and it's like just one supplier probably and you know it's pretty straightforward of a process that really super helps uh, being able to kind of accelerate the time the timeline we don't get like stuck with some weird manufacturing hiccup that it just we've never done before or something mm-hmm. this is all pretty known territory in general so that that feels pretty good at least where is this being manufactured uh in south dakota oh cool in brookings south dakota yeah yeah whenever we can get something made in the u.s it, <laughs> it really is great uh so yeah so and we've you know we've worked with them 
I don't know, like many times. They've made every single glyph. You know these guys can do it, right? Like you, you know they can make it. Yeah, we know they can do it. We know them really well. You know, we have a good relationship with them. And so that's really nice. Yeah. And the, the wrist strap and the wood grip won't be in South Dakota, but those will be domestic somewhere. In the U.S., and, yeah. And right. possibly one of those might be from a vendor we've used before in the past. So cool. yeah. we'll see. But that, that those should be pretty straightforward. All right. So before we take a break until later on this evening tom what do you think is going to happen over the next few hours i have you know i have no idea uh a because it's like this is like a product that it has name recognition and 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 people know what it is it's easy to understand so that's like a good thing but uh you know with like obi happening last time it's just like i have no yeah. idea what did to obi think. shake I, I honestly, your confidence do you think yeah, not in like um, the way of like, oh, maybe we suck at like designing and we shouldn't make anything. It's <laughs> we more suck as a company. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more about like, has the world changed out from under us? Yeah, and the way we're approaching like uh, these campaigns it needs to change. Mm-hmm. And so that is maybe the thing that I'm kind of like, hmm, I don't know what I think. But when you know, whenever we kind of processed obi you know a year ago uh i think we came up with different reasons why it failed so we're not taking a super different approach this time um so we'll see i mean i i don't i don't want to i'm like keeping myself from uh being i don't want to get like crushed again so i'm like you know being like pre-defensive just being like you know this uh like i'll be if we if we could just meet our goal i'll be happy right like i don't have i don't have uh aspirations of like you know raising like three hundred thousand dollars that'd be great but uh, you know i don't i'm not letting myself go there kind of which is interesting uh so we'll see uh yeah basically the same thing i'm i'm trying to be pretty guarded about it and i think our expectations are a little more reserved this time around so yeah i mean i i feel better about it than i did you know moments before the ob launch just because like Tom said, it's kind of a known thing, and we know at least people like it, like the glyph in general. Um, so we're hoping we can get some, you know, former customers who are interested in upgrading, and you know, some new customers as well. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what happens, and I'm I'm yeah I'm I'm guardedly optimistic, I guess. Well, gentlemen, the very best of luck, and we'll catch up later on. Thank you, Thanks, Michael. Talk to you later. Okay, guys, how long has it been since you launched the project? Five and a half hours. So five and a half hours, and we are currently at $27,995 out of $50,000. So over 50% of the way there. Dan, how are you feeling right now? Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Just good. Yeah, this is great. This feels better than Obi. I'm trying to remember... Where do you? Where were we on like the first day of Obi? I forgot. Do you remember? I can check right now. I think in the teens, like twelve or fifteen or something. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I feel I was I was like if I'll feel really happy if we get halfway there. Uh, is what I was thinking. So yeah, this is really great. 
Feels so my good. secret goal, like my kind of prediction that I didn't share with you, but I should have like written down on a piece of paper and folded it up or something, you know, <laughs> was I thought that you would make uh, 75% on day one. Dang. Mm. That is ambitious. That's what I thought. So you're disappointed? <laughs> but it's day one's not over yet. That's true. It's true. Sure. So I'm still I'm still holding on to that. I have eternal optimism for Studio Neat, right? I feel like this has come across by now. Like I just assume <laughs> that you guys can do anything. You've been hoodwinked completely. I fell for the marketing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I I have it here. Obi Obi raised twelve thousand seven hundred and forty one dollars on the first day. Mm. And what percentage was that? ish do you know it's like 10 percent. 10 percent. 10 percent. so yeah this is better all the way around yeah 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 this is this is actually tracking faster than our original glyph campaign no way yeah that's amazing yeah it's crazy and what's crazy is we haven't really gotten any big press yet this has all just been kind of organic either like from our mailing list or whatever or twitter and stuff so that's pretty cool too this feels to me like what we expected would happen for obi Mm -hmm. yeah the inbuilt customer base taking it far and i mean within an hour of the campaign launching i kept seeing it pop up in my twitter timeline and stuff like which is what i was expecting you know like i saw different reporters on different blogs and stuff like tweeting about it like i think i saw christina at mashable tweeting about it like that this was the Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that i guess we all expected we'd see for obi but it ended up being as we look back on it now like just the wrong market yeah or maybe the product was crappy uh hard to exactly know but uh yeah, and I think this is kind of the feeling that we expected or that, you know, uh, has happened in the past where it has somewhat of a life of its own, you know, if like people are sharing it because they're excited or, you know, like whatever. So that, yeah, that it feels nice that that uh, is happening just because it kind of, at least for me, validates like that we can continue to do things in the way we've been doing them uh, just in terms of like letting things, let the products like speak for themselves. Um, and, you know, if people are excited about it, they talk about them and opposed to like some of the other ways you can approach launching a prod product that don't quite like f- feel right to us. So I guess at this point, something would have to go like horrifically wrong for you guys not to make the goal, right? Like, isn't there some statistic that, basically every kickstarter campaign that goes past 50 percent gets funded or something yeah yeah yeah. or yeah Uh, and yeah so yeah i would be very surprised if we didn't make the goal so that's really cool and so what that means is instead of us uh you know uh putting a ton of energy into like getting there we can start to or we can work more on like getting the product out quicker and you know, you know, kind of providing some updates and stuff in like a little bit different of a context. You know, like we can, if we're pretty confident that we're going to get to the goal, we can start more seriously immediately talking with our manufacturers and stuff, opposed to, you know, waiting for a month for that or whatever. So that that's like nice um, that we kind of have that confidence uh, to be able to do that. It just makes things happen quicker, which is always good. So what's next? Like, I assume from when you guys launched it up until now, you've been sending out emails and stuff. Have you been contacting press individually and things like that now? Yeah, I've been uh, reaching out some and I'm still probably going to continue to do that for the next, you know, few days and see if we can get any 
anyone interested. And we have a, cute, a, a couple people that might write up a story, so that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, just continue to do that. And uh, Tom, what are you doing? Uh, I am. It's funny. Like today, I'm like through still continuing to like 3D print <laughs> prototypes to continue to refine things because we're basically working towards finalizing the design completely uh, uh, to be able to then like start the tooling process. So, so basically, like you know, uh, we send digital files at some point to our manufacturer and be like, okay, you can like make $30,000 worth of tooling out of these files, right? So it takes a lot of time to kind of make sure like all the tweaks and everything's kind of in a good place. And so, yeah, it's really just working towards that. Um, and we we have been doing that, but now that like things are launched and it, it feels like it's becoming more real, um, you know, we ca- are a little bit more uh, fire under our butts in terms of like kind of getting to that point. Because once we get to the point where we kind of say, okay, here's like the final design. It's still two months um, before we would really get any molds or more. Uh, so, you know, there's this huge kind of long period where, you know, we kind of finalize things and then we don't we don't really see the fruits of that for a while. Um, and then, you know, obviously there can be problems then. So it's really working towards kind of the locking down the final, final you know, final, final, final design. <laughs> and when do you think that you would ideally want to do that? Two months ago. I mean, like, it's always as soon as possible. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, I don't know. We haven't actually, you know, it's, it, that, that's always a moving target, just kind of depending on the context. We haven't talked about it in light of kind of the launch. Um, so, I mean, really, as soon as possible, uh, you know, I not too not too long from now. We're we're pretty. I mean, we're really far along. So it's really just kind of, just it's just little tiny things. You know, uh, little tiny things. All right. So looking at the page right now, you guys have six hundred and eight backers, and if we just go by the the regular sets, so like the the glyph or the glyph with the grip and the strap, um, there are two hundred and sixty eight people with just the glyph and three hundred and one. Who are getting the whole thing, the strip, the strap, and the grip? Uh, what do you think about this? Is this surprising to you uh, in evil way? I was, uh, I was thinking that the set would be more popular than just the glyph by itself, which it it is right now. Uh, but I didn't really know how much more popular it would be. Like right now, they're they're almost equal. Um, so yeah, I'm not necessarily surprised, but yeah, this is, I mean, this is going to be interesting to see if this ratio holds throughout the campaign, which I imagine it probably will. Yeah, uh, I I was thinking it would actually skew a little bit more towards the set just because it's like a good, it's like a good deal. Because, uh, um, you know, that's like a lot of stuff uh, for the price. It just, I, to me, it just like feels like a like a good a good deal um but uh, you know i wasn't expecting it to be like all the full set or whatever um so yeah it's not super surprising like i was maybe thinking that maybe new customers will get the full set and existing customers will get the new glyph because many existing customers they probably got all their own kit and they've been using glyph as part of that and yeah, now this be. is just yeah. a better version of that. And they're like, quick release, hells yeah. And then that's all they want. <laughs> but then it's like people like me who don't really have a super fancy tripod set up or like even a way that I immediately imagine this glyph fitting into my life 
will get the full set because it looks cool, right? And that they could see, oh, if I had a handle on the camera, it might be quite nice to take some pictures that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's. I think uh, to me, those kind of accessory pieces are are really were really like a nice kicker. Uh, you know, we were thinking about doing. We were when we were originally thinking about this, we weren't thinking about having accessories at all. We were just like, well, let's have the glyph. But uh, those accessories are, yeah, I think just a really nice kicker. And I think people will be really surprised how those things can fit into um, kind of the way you use your phone. And then, you know, really depending on, I mean, this is a completely different discussion in some ways, but we, uh, Dan and I are really um, hopeful and excited about what the new iPhone will bring in terms of uh, like photography and capability and extending what you can do with your phone. Um, and so I think these accessories, like in our mind, we designed them to kind of be, we're kind of skating to where the puck will be uh, in some ways in terms of like the way phones are used. So uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a nice, uh, they provide kind of like a nice story and like an aspirational little thing. It was kind of a debate how we would organize these uh, reward tiers like we had these three discrete things the glyph the hand grip and the wrist strap and it becomes a question of you know what can you buy and, and what arrangement and uh you know there's a lot of factors that go into that a lot of like you know logistical considerations where if you if you offer you know any possible pairing of those three things then it becomes kind of a, a shipping nightmare in some ways um and so we we chose the path, which is what we typically do, which is like the simplest option where it's just like the glyph by itself or this full set. Um, so in the future, who, who knows, we might sell like just the hand grip and the, and the wrist strap together if you like already have a glyph or some other uh, arrangement. But we went for just like the simple, straightforward way for this campaign. So what are you going to do now? Like past today, so you've, you're kind of going for the, the press stuff, I guess you'll start answering any comments and questions that come through that kind of stuff. Like what, what kind of is going to happen in the, the, the next few days, considering what you probably won't need to be doing is the kind of panicking and rethinking and all that, that, that unfortunately had to be done. Yeah. With OB. <laughs> yeah. It's nice not to be doing that. Well, I think it would be kind of split. We'll, we'll be doing different things. I'm going to continue to kind of head on, keep developing some of the technical aspects of this thing uh just because you know that's what we do here uh and i think dan will be yeah i think doing some of the community management and stuff and yeah i mean i think we're just uh that's kind of our mo usually with these things is just like okay people have responded to this thing they like it it looks like it's going to happen so the like what we want to do most is get it to people as quickly as possible and there's a lot of work we can do uh, still, now that we're kind of in this confident place to, you know, like get it moving um, in a kind of more formal way. So that's, I mean, I think that's what we'll be doing. Right, right Dan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I think, uh, you know, I think there's a real opportunity here to, you know, this campaign has 32 days left. Uh, what can we do that would be like interesting to backers or potential backers, right? Do you have stretch goals yep. in mind? No, we usually don't do those or even really think about them. Um, sometimes when we're like have a product, there might be like an obvious stretch goal type thing that arises that we're like, hmm, maybe that could be something. But yeah, not. I'm not really talking about that type of thing, more of just like, oh, I wonder if there's like 
an interesting like blog post or something we could write that's like using the glyph in an interesting way or um, like the, the, the thing that I, I always come back to, which is like kind of ridiculous, but I think is like an interesting use case also is like if you're one of these like Austin man types, like kind of like a pro iPhone photographer and you're doing a really long time lapse outdoors, the idea of like stacking two glyphs on top of one another and like using one of the glyphs to hold your phone and using the other one to hold a battery pack that's like charging your phone is like a really funny uh (laughs) like setup that i think is actually it's like ridiculous but also i think might actually be useful in some scenarios so you know just like kind of thinking about you know how people can use this thing and and kind of getting people excited about it and continuing their excitement i think is worthwhile thinking about yeah, that's what's like interesting about this glyph in particular. I mean, the glyph is always about this, but especially this glyph, it's really much more of a. Uh, it just got so many like open-ended options that there's like tons of things one could do with it, and so I think a lot of our job in general is, and especially into the future going forward, is um, you know how can we make solutions where people can like use their phones in new and interesting ways? And I think part of that's going to be apps um, and, you know, maybe other pieces of hardware, but the glyph is probably always going to be like the central piece to that just because it's kind of like, it's the thing that touches the phone. Right. So um, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff we can do with updates and uh, you know, even during the development of this where, you know, we're just kind of coming up with, yeah, like just sometimes funny but also just like kind of really interesting uh ways you can use this thing i mean i like i said what like i mentioned before the 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 most surprising thing to me uh has been really how this thing feels whenever you're just kind of using it without a tripod in your hand it like super changes the way your phone feels uh like as a camera um so i don't know it's it's uh it'll be interesting uh, for sure I just want to say congratulations, guys. This is awesome. Uh, things are trending up. We're $28,469 now, so it's been going up more and more since we were recording. You know, we were talking for a long time about Obi. I know how hard that was, and I'm so happy to see that this project is doing what we all hoped they would do, because you deserve it. I know how hard you've worked for this one, so congratulations. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Mike. You're, you're you're coming on this journey with us. You're like a, I am. You're like a. <laughs> this is great because I don't feel dread and sorrow and sadness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just gonna be a lot more interesting. But don't worry, Mike. The dread and sorrow will come. There will be manufacturing problems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, we we've been there before, so it's not as bad. Thoroughly Considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. You can find links and information about this episode at relay.fm slash tc slash 15. And if you haven't already, go on back to Glyph. We'll see you next time.